guys and welcome back to the channel today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about my illness and some of the things people assume when you have a chronic illness if you're interested stay tuned welcome to the when wit happens podcast this is a podcast that helps you find ways to celebrate and live your best life even when stuff happens now here's your host Whit West are new to my channel then welcome thank you for joining me um, my name is Wit, and I have a chronic illness um, you can see by the oxygen I use my oxygen daily um, to help increase the oxygenation of my blood supply so I have a rare chronic illness it's called fibrosing mediastinitis and I was diagnosed with this in October of 2014 during my second long stay hospitalization of that year. Um, after the first hospitalization, they had no clue what was going on um, after I got my gallbladder out. And it kind of just went for months of testing and craziness. Um, by the time I got hospitalized the second time, all the key signs were there where they were able to finally give me a diagnosis. The thing about this illness is that it's so rare that there is no technically proven treatment track. Um, there's kind of only um, tales of what people have tried and what's helped them. And there is no cure because it's so few people that there hasn't been any research or time put into looking into it. If you didn't know that that kind of thing happens, now you know. Um, so... That's the thing with my illness. So I started off being treated with high-dose steroids, which essentially made me swell up. I had um, acne on the sides of my faces. I was hungry all the time. Um, I couldn't sleep well, had some insomnia. Um, it was paired with like a state of euphoria. So it was like all kinds of craziness. And now like Four and some years later, I'm just kind of weaning off of the steroids, which has been a whole thing in itself. So, with that illness, um, it's just kind of like daunting because you don't really have a lot of support, like a lot of things you can read on or to really know what you can do or what your prognosis is or what your expectancy is for life. So you kind of have to chart your own course and that's kind of what I decided to do and why I'm actually here. Obviously, I could have chosen an entirely different path and I could have done so easily. Several doctors came to talk to me to make sure I understood how serious this illness is and that I did not have to go back to work if I didn't want to um, and maybe I should not go back to work but in my mind I was like who gonna pay these bills um I got all these student losses like I know you do too um because you were a doctor but <laughs> we need to figure this out so they understood my doctors were great the team was great and they knew um that I understood everything and I wasn't really just going into it blindly but I kind of made a decision in that moment to not settle for just 
taking what was told to me and just kind of existing from there on and just being. I decided to, well, if we don't know what's going on, if this is a serious illness, I might as well do what I want to do. <laughs> so I went back to work, um, took my time with doing that. I've changed jobs twice, one including moving all the way across country. You know, I've left out of the country for the first time um, ever since I've been sick with my oxygen in tow, please believe. And at that time, I had a big old rolling machine, so it was not easy. But um, I did it. I've also gone back to school and got a, certif a graduate certificate, thinking about getting my doctorate. Um, for finding the right program and doing so much stuff. It's like I decided that that offer essentially that I was given to just kind of settle and not work and not do anything was not what I wanted to take. I wanted to go the course and see what I could get and that it would probably be better for me. Um, I know a lot of people don't have that choice so I am blessed that I could make that decision or that I had the <laughs> kind of like fearlessness to kind of take that decision because it was it's scary it's still scary because I don't know what can really happen from day to day because this is something that's never been charted but that's essentially you know how I got to the place I am now and so I just want to do the best that I can for myself. I want to be a good steward over my body. That's why you see me at Pilates. Well, I don't think I've put any videos up here, but you will see that I go to Pilates and work out trying to make my body as strong as it possibly can be so that I can be the best me that I can be, regardless of what's happening that I can't control in my body. So that's essentially what my illness is and how I got to the point of kind of looking like everything is fine. Um, everything isn't <laughs> fine. I just really chose to get past everything that's there. So people assume that because if you're going to work, if you're going on trips, if you're doing all these things, you're just fine. That maybe I just have to have this oxygen on and that's not the case I've chosen to like push through and pass the symptoms I have every day of being chronically exhausted um, sometimes being a little disoriented when you don't get oxygen to your brain you kind of have to take a moment sometimes to like reorient yourself um, that happens sometimes I can different things can happen in my body out of nowhere um, I'm immunosuppressed so being around anybody who is sick, getting over being sick, a little bit of possibly sick, can have major consequences to me. And those are things that people don't realize. Like me just going out into the world sometimes is dangerous. And the other thing people think is like, oh, you have on your oxygen, so you're good. No. Um, this oxygen is to help aid and assist me to be better oxygenated. Just because I have it on doesn't mean I'm suddenly able to be exactly who I was and how I was before. It just means I am assisted. It means that, you know, I can maybe walk a little further. I Maybe I can walk a little faster than I could with it. But I can't do what I did before 
because essentially what's happened with my condition is that the oxygenated blood flow from one side of my lungs is completely blocked off. So not only does that cut off a supply of oxygenated blood through my body, that also builds a backup of pressure in my blood. Um, sorry, in my heart. So in lungs. So you have a backup of pressure, which increases your blood pressure. Um, so I have different types of high blood pressure due to that backup. And then I have less oxygenation in my body. So I have to be careful. This just doesn't fix everything. And then the last thing is really that just because I'm, you know, getting around or I'm smiling or I'm happy doesn't mean that I feel perfectly fine. Or sometimes if I walk around somewhere without the oxygen or if I get out of the car running the store without the oxygen, that I'm okay. All chronic illnesses or illnesses you can't visibly see. Like I see some people like looking and seeing like a young person parking in the, the handicapped space. I love when I have my oxygen at that time because I get out and look at them like, why are you looking at me? Why are you staring at me? <laughs> and I'm just like, God knows that, you know, I haven't had one of those situations where somebody comes up on you like, you're not supposed to be parked here because I would go off and I don't need to be that person. I don't need to be on the news because you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I had to go through. You don't know what's going on inside my body for you to talk crazy to me. So thank the Lord that that hasn't happened. And I'm sure he's done that on purpose because he knows I don't have any sense. <laughs> so I just wanted to come on and just kind of talk about what my illness is, kind of how I got from there to here and like disproving some of the things people assume just because you're chronically ill. So if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or anything that you may have assumed, not necessarily about me, could it be about me or anything, just like leave them down below and let's like have a discussion about disability and things you assume by just looking at people. And talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to When Wit Happens. You can find Wit living her best life at withhappen6.com and at withhappen6 on social media. Subscribe and follow for updates. Until next time, keep living your best life.